Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Shift. It's Des here in beautiful West Hampton Dunes, Long Island, east end of Suffolk County, which rarely has been the total location for our podcast but this week's episode i brought katie and our guest chloe mcgovern out to the beach and we recorded on the beach beautiful setting the most beautiful setting really you could possibly have for a podcast and uh, i'm not trying to make you guys jealous i'm just filling you in on the truth of the situation great up coming up First, we have a uh, a fun chat about whether a guy should pay on a date or not, which I think is quite controversial. However, felt pretty unanimous uh, amongst our trio that the guy should pay. But you know, any feedback on that is uh, is appreciated. And um, then the the meat of the episode, we talk about herpes, uh, HSV two genital herpes, really, uh, because Chloe is very open openly discusses in her comedy act that uh, she has herpes and uh, it's important I guess well first of all it's important to know the information about herpes how to prevent the transmission of herpes but it's also important to destigmatize herpes because in actual fact there's a lot of misinformation about it and Chloe is great at sharing her personal story and helping to get that across Uh, thanks to her for being so honest thanks to both Katie and Chloe for coming all the way out to West Hampton. Sadly, this episode is a little late only because when I sat down last night to edit it, I realized that I didn't have everything. Some of my stuff was back in the city. So I went into the city and got my stuff and came back out. So this episode is now going up on Wednesday evening. It's still hump day, so officially we're not late. But I normally have it up first thing in the morning, so I apologize for that. Anyway, it's a great ep. You don't need to hear from me. Chat to you after the episode. This is Chloe McGovern, myself and Katie, chatting about herpes. I love shells. All right, so I've pressed record. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, Chloe. Welcome to The Shift. Thank you. Everybody. Thanks for having me. Oh, why am I squinting? Because I don't have my sunglasses on. So we're on the beach in West Hampton. West Hampton Dunes, to be exact. And uh, we are recording this for video also, but... Let's not make that our main focus, you know? Let's make our main focus mm-hmm. the audio experience. Yes. Despite the incredibly beautiful visual experience that is behind us. Yeah, the sea is behind us. The Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. Is, yeah. The Atlantic Ocean. I mean, afterwards, I think we'll 
maybe get some content for our meditation app? I think this will be a really spiritual episode. Are you feeling spiritual right now? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, it's a very spiritual place. I feel relaxed. I feel like I'm in the womb. Oh. This uh, this beach has a lot of <laughs> this beach has a lot of memories for me, but we won't get into that now. But since Chloe's also a non-drinker, I can tell you that the house across the street that you were just in is where I had my last drink. Oh. Wow! On July fifteenth, nineteen ninety-five. Have you already my, talked about your bottom on my, the shift? My first. Well, it really wasn't my bottom. It just so happened it to be the last, last day that I drank. Yeah. Uh, because it's hard to have your darkest day drinking on the ocean in West Hampton, you know. Yeah. But uh. For the, for the people, if they, because if we, if it is just audio, it looks like Big Little Lies. Doesn't it look like Big Little Lies? Like the East Coast version of it. Okay, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I think a lot, a lot of people have different things. A lot of people say the affair. Oh, okay. Just turning mm. off my phone because I, I already got some little interference. Uh, a lot of people say the affair, and then older people like me say weekend at Bernie's. Okay. Hmm. Does that mean anything to you, Chloe? I know the reference. You know the reference. I haven't <laughs> seen the movie. Uh, but for me, it's just my life. Yeah. So I don't think about it in relation to movies. I think about it in relation to since I was 14, well, 13 years old, I've been coming out here. And so me and Chloe got the train out here, mm-hmm. but there was a bomb scare. Mm-hmm. Well, suspicious just, package. Someone just left their luggage and there's like all this protocol they have to do. 81 minute delay while they looked for the dogs to come out and sniff the bag. Which I was going to say, I don't know who would target this train out yeah. of the Hamptons, but then I think it's anyone's. Bet. Anybody jealous of the experience that we're having right now? Yeah. Which is a lovely experience. So, oh, by the way, Chloe McGovern, we haven't even introduced you. Hi. Who is this strange voice on our podcast? Who am I? Who are you? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a comedian. What else? I don't want to blow the surprise. You're hot. Fr- friend, of <laughs> yeah. friend, friend of Katie's. <laughs> I'm a model slash comedian. Friend of Katie's. Trying to get some more Instagram followers. Like yeah, a, my like, presence is terrible. Please follow me. Like all the young hotties these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their self-worth is registered in followers and likes. It is. I ha- I posted a picture that got, I think, 75, and it's been haunting me, but I can't really? delete it. I love if I get 75. <laughs> <laughs> Dealing with all the technical difficulties of uh, doing a podcast out in the sun, which is I can't really see my screen, but we'll hope for the best. I assume I'm still recording. You know, can you see it, Katie? No. Amazing how difficult it I is, isn't it? I can see a thing. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for your hand. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not really, but we won't bore everybody with the technical difficulties of the recording in paradise. So this is actually, in my life, this is the second time I've recorded on the beach. I recorded an episode of the Des Bishop podcast in uh, Aruba. Oh. Which was also nice, but not as private as this. No, this is lovely. We're the only people on the beach, really. Yeah, I'm amazed by the privacy out here. Yeah, the one percenters are really killing it out here. I'll tell you that right now. We're not really a one percenter, but I won't get into the boring history of how my family was able to afford this house. But needless to say, it's just my house and my brother Aiden's house now. And it's a fine place to bring out the young ladies. It's lovely. Secretly pretending to make a podcast while I just get two young ladies (laughs) in my bungalow. I think you just wanted to drive around with a top down with two women in their 20s. Exactly. Again. And you guys, you guys make me feel younger than I am. How old are you? I'm 28, but I'm 29 this year. You're still so in your 20s. Are, are you 28 and a half, Katie? <laughs> I'm pushing 30. I'm pushing 30. So anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a serious chat in a bit about uh, you know se- sexually transmitted infections and stuff like that. But before we get into that, can we can we talk about uh, 
something that you posted, Katie, on your Instagram. You put up a little poll. Yeah, I put up a poll. Do you expect the the guy to pay on the first date? In keeping in mind that he has money and he's like doing well, not like some poor jobless guy who's trying to take out and can't afford anything. So can we keep it a little broader to start? Um, in that, do you expect the guy to pay on, yeah, the, on the first date? That's basically it. Generally, yes. But I think the f- the money thing is huge here because generally I've always dated people who make more money than me. So I also have... But you're young. Default, you're 24 years old. Yeah, exactly. I've never been in a situation where I'm making... But so I have dated women and men. And when it comes to women, you just kind of go back and forth. It's easier that way. Yeah. yeah. You're just and like, uh, I'll get this round. You get the next one. Or like I asked yeah. the one girl out and I chose the spot. So I paid. Now, I would generally, I expect them to pay on the first date, but then I would do something like on the next date, like if I really liked them, I'd slyly pay or, you know, like what the last guy was seeing, I would have to slyly do it, but it was like nice, you know, but he would, he made more money than me. So he would generally pay and I would just tip. Yeah. Like how I paid for you when you came into my restaurant or you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or like when you come into mine, I just don't give you the bill. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, but I think. So basically we're admitting that our podcast up to now has been so goddamn heteronormative. It's really offensive to everybody else. What is heteronormative? Listen, that's the word on the street. I don't want to say anything, but what know, you've been canceled. We've been canceled. <laughs> you've been canceled. Basically, we our podcast is entirely heterosexual. Really, we haven't touched on really like you, you know this conversation. I'm only kidding, by the way. But oh yeah, because Chloe <laughs> said she dates women as well. Is yeah, that well, basically it? she oh, right. broadened it out straight away to like it's a little different when it comes to yeah, which is great. I've never dated a woman, so I wouldn't even know. Yeah, that was when you're just like, oh, it, it's really just a back and forth sort of thing. But it does bring up the interesting thing of yeah. how it's, when it's a woman, it's very simple back and forth. But when it's a guy, suddenly it's not. I have to be honest. I feel like a guy's ego is really involved and that's where I get nervous. And I feel like I'm tiptoeing around. Like, I don't want to insult him by attempting to pay. I don't know what this dude's deal is. I, I probably will do the little reach on the first date, but typically yeah. expect him to cover it. And how much do you think tradition is involved? A lot. Because it's huge, right? Yeah, it's really hard to shake that. Yeah. Yeah. Which comes from a, you know, I mean, it comes from the patriarchy, right? The sense yeah. that usually men did have more money. Yeah. And which the is still the case is, to a yeah. certain degree, but not as much. But, I mean, it comes from the fact that, like, you're going to look after her kind of a thing. Right. And there's also been the argument made where women spend so much more money on beauty. Like, yeah, so much more that what you end up spending on dinner probably isn't even like half of what her entire medicine cabinet costs. Yeah. So basically you're paying for dinner to pay for the waxing. That's going to make your experiencing li- yeah. experience later on more enjoyable. She, she yeah. paid her for her face that you have to look at while you're eating that meal. <laughs> so. Yeah. So it's like the less you pay for the meal, the more like you should expect her to not. Well, no, I mean, I, I, I like that argument for why we should maintain the tradition to a certain degree mm-hmm. because I, in actual fact, it's very hard to make the argument that it should just be expected that the man pays nowadays if we're looking for a situation where, you know, the patriarchy is dead. But a modern argument would suggest, yes, but there's still, I mean, clearly there's loads of inequality, but just on a lighthearted scale, the amount of money that women invest in their grooming, it makes sense to say that's unfair, even yeah. though that's a woman's choice. But it it's is. not really because of the societal pressures, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. Any man I'm going to date as well is going to more than likely make a lot more money than me because I don't make a lot of money. And if they're going to bring me out to some fancy ass place, well, if they want me to split, they can bring me to a cheap diner. <laughs> like, do you yeah. know, sort of way. So, well, when you brought it well, up. Well, the money thing is to me. Sorry, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, when you brought it up initially, that made me think like the last guy that I dated where we were like routinely going to dinners and stuff. Remember at the end, he brought up that he was like concerned with how much money he was spending. And in my memory, I did offer to pay like a few times and I got a few of our coffee dates. But now I'm like trying to think, was I really making an effort to split? I can't remember. Well, I think if, if in any situation, a wealthy guy, like obviously a wealthy guy just wants to go to nice places. So we'll get into your situation in a minute, which I'm aware that our listeners don't know about yet. But just just before mm-hmm. we get into that, a wealthy guy wants to go to a nice place. He has to expect to pay because he can't know what her financial situation is but he definitely knows what his financial situation is and if her financial situation is very strong and she is very adamant that she can she wants to split the bill then she can decide or not decide to have that battle you know Mm -hmm. but i think more often than not on the first date i think probably 80 percent of the time women prefer not to have that battle yeah but in the future if the woman really wants him to understand that he you know she doesn't like being looked after it's very easy for her to say listen i'll get the next one Mm -hmm. but i think often well, particularly because there tends to be an age gap where the guy tends to be older in general. Mm-hmm. A lot of the age difference brings the wealth difference, you know? Yeah. On top of all the other reasons why he might be more wealthy. Yeah, and then I think as well, like the last guy I was dating, he would treat more with them when I did his taxes. Even though I make less, he has way more expenses. So I was like, oh, I should actually maybe, uh, maybe I should buy this dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, who was that? That was Boris, we'll call him. Oh, Boris. So he was paying, he wasn't paying for dinner? No, he was. He was. He was great with that. Like, and I would, eventually I said, can you at least let me tip because I feel bad? And he was like, sure. And then I would get taxis, but I would just get them before he could because I had the app and he didn't. And then I would like get the takeout and stuff. But he was very much like if we were going out for dinner, he was getting it. And then he'd be so thankful. But if you're in a relationship, it's different anyway, because you can have all that stuff out. Yeah, you, you communicate. but our first few dates, he was like, no way, I've because he had invited me out each time. He was like, no, I've invited you, I have this, and um, and they were to nice places. So I really, I liked that, to be honest. And then, do, do either of you feel like if the guy pays, then there's a bit more of an obligation to like text him back the next yes. time if you're not into it? That's my issue with it over the long term, with him always paying, is that you feel like your loyalty is being bought. Yeah. And that you have a little bit, like, this has even come up for me with like... Um, I had a friend in high school um, who paid for my entire vacation to go with her and her family because they were massively, massively wealthy. Like, guy retired at 45 because he made so much money as a hedge fund, Mm. whatever. So they paid, which was fine, but then it felt like, okay, I can't argue with you about anything for the next three months. You know, it was a little like, because the experience was Yeah, which of course, you know, these things should come with no strings attached, but I guess sometimes it's hard to shake certain feelings. Whether you should have them or not is the real question. Well, I'll tell you, like, if I had a first date and I know that I'm not going to see them again, I will insist on splitting the check. Really? Oh, yeah, because I won't, I wouldn't do that to them. And that, that also kind of cues them. Yeah. But do, that's the thing, does it, you know? Yeah. Well, here, well, I guess what inspired my Insta story was, now, it wasn't an expensive meal. We just went to Chinatown, but the guy had asked me out uh, for lunch and then ordered all of the food. He didn't, you know. Didn't consult you. Didn't consult me, which is like. You know, I was like, okay, that's fine. Well, that's a power move. But I kind of feel like he's obviously going to pay if he's ordering all this food. And then um, when the check came, he put down cash and he said, would you like to put the rest on your card? But when I went to look at the check and took my card out, he hadn't even put enough for s- splitting it with a 20% tip. So he, let's say it was $44, he only put down 25 So it really, with 44 you'd want to be tipping $9. So that's what 
53. So I ended up having to pay 29. But why didn't you say to him, hey, we haven't left enough for the tip? If because I was this. embarrassed. I was just kind of yeah, in but shock. Yeah, he wasn't. And, then, and his situation is more embarrassing. And I couldn't believe because he, like, and the thing is, I know he has a good job because he wouldn't shut up about it. And then. Did he, you feel yourself getting dry? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is like very unattractive to me. And he said he lives alone as well. And I had kind of said, I had mentioned about how I don't work a lot. So I was surprised. And then, yeah. And then he te- he still continued to text me. And I was like, this guy hasn't a clue. He doesn't realize that this was... Was he hot? You know what was so funny? He was hot until he stood up. I know that's really Short. bad. Short. You, you Short and he doesn't pay the check? Well, it's over. When you're telling you, me you this story, he sounded unattractive. I don't know how to, yeah. like... Oh, he couldn't tell until he stood... Well, do you know what as well? He was telling me about this movie. This is so weird. But he goes, so anyway, the and he said the movie. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. And he went on to still explain what the movie was about. And I go, no, no, I've seen it. I loved those series. And then he still... I had. To, I said it twice. And what I'm was sure, the movie? Uh, the Condra movies. All right. Wow. What? Mansplaining. I know, but it was just like, oh, I guess he just really Even though, you know, everybody, I, I, I like mansplaining as a concept because yeah. everybody explains, but somehow when men do it, it's worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was mansplaining. Yeah, but no. Uh, Which I like to call explaining. Face. I don't well, put a gender on it. I've had that happen with a few. Yeah, that's true. I should, he was condescending. Um, well, I'm kidding. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, by the way, but I do find it funny because... I, uh, you know, especially when it comes to like stuff around feminism, right? you know, I, I, get, I get femsplained all the time, but I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, yeah, I'll learn. Yeah. But you bitches got to call it mansplaining. You want to fucking open your ears every now and then. Well, and if you want people to tune out immediately, just say mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was a genuine situation of mansplaining. I right think there. so. Yeah. And he asked about my cross as well. But mans- mansplainers can't split. That's what I say. Mans- if you're going to mansplain, you can't split the bill, motherfucker. Yeah. You got to be paying. And if I have to listen into. Unbelievable. And the yeah. What was his uh, what was his his job? Marketing. Marketing. Okay. Jesus Christ! You think he would have done the market research on fucking first dates? I know. Do you know? I and I just presumed I was like, oh, he must not be interested. But then he texted me the next day, and I was like, oh, he's just on a different planet. Yeah, this guy sounds just clueless. Wow, yeah. I can't believe he. But you know, he has that disease. Some people have that that, that the the thrifty disease. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they only see the money going out, you know, and it really Ugh. hurts them. I, I, I'm glad I don't have it because I feel bad for those people. Like tightness, is it? Yeah, I like the people that, that like skip rounds and they always skip rounds and you realize that this is like a disease in their head. They can't like, mm-hmm. they so can't attractive. handle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I hate feel bad this. for them. No, when you were talking about this guy, I think the reason why he sounds like a guy that didn't do well romantically until he got money. I'd say as well, he's probably had a lot of online dates where he's never heard from him again, so he's not bothering. Whereas I'm like, well, I know that's the reason why you won't hear from me. I know, but I probably wouldn't have. Well, maybe he just got some bad advice. Like, I tell you what, first date, just always split it. Don't even ask. Mm. And you might have thought he might have offended you. Like, I did put out my card. But the thing is, it's I don't mind splitting it because I didn't really want to see him again. It was more that he didn't even put enough, and he knows I am a bartender. That's crazy. Not even enough for a 20% tip. Oh. They don't own. know. He'd people who don't tip 20%, they just, like, half the time they don't know. Because they'll get those people, too, who are like thank you so much that was so great we loved it and then I'll look at the tip and it's 10% and I'm like well they're not lying to me they love the meal and they love the service but they had no idea can you do me a favor yeah did you reply to him to who to the guy on the the, the text the next day he said "Um, thank you so much for lunch I hope you had a good show and I just go I did (laughs) T.Y. because I really like you to text back like, yeah it was really nice but when we split the bill you hadn't left enough for a tip so I had to leave more money I would, I'd love I to see his response. Love, I should have really... No, what do you mean you should have? You still can. I still could. That's true. Just for the podcast. Okay, I'll do it for the it's podcast. It's interesting to see what his Where's reaction... Where's Oh, it's in my bag. You want me to do it right now? <laughs> I think so, yes. yeah. Really? Yes. Well, because if, if he responds during the course of this podcast, it will be really interesting to see. 
because it's 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 an interesting uh, experiment in what was going on in his mind. I wonder if I'll just message and be like, can I just ask you why you didn't? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I feel like kind of like I don't even want to get into it. Should I though? Well, I, I mean, like I I just find that it, it's it's a fun thing to do, but if you're not interesting in progressing your career, I think it's totally fine to not do it. Don't think of it as a personal relationship anymore. Just think of it like you're doing crowd work at a show and you're trying to entertain people. Listen, this okay. motherfucker split the bill with you and didn't even offer a tip, Katie. Yeah, like, and it's not like he it's was. It's not like he's going to be listening to the podcast, being like, "Am I that cheap guy?" And then if he listens to it, then it's good to know. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing splitting the bill. But well, let's, it, let's just do the maths here. It was $44, so that should be like a $9 tip, right? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, 53. He, le- he left 25. So he, it was going to be a $6. It was 44, right? Mm-hmm. 44. So it was going to be a $6 tip. So even... Right? Yeah, yeah because yeah, he only be left 3. 50 bucks. Yeah. 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 Because I would accept an $8 tip on 44, Me too. too. I'm not opposed to an 8. Yeah. Because yeah. it used to be 15 when I was a child. It actually jumped up to 20 in my yeah. lifetime. It used to be double the tax. 16.5. That was always the thing. Double the tax. I think as long as it's 15% or above, I'm like okay with it. Yeah, so I guess he would have been doing like 15% or I guess it's like 18. So maybe it's not that bad, but I just think... Probably not bad enough to make this text. I'm sorry, Kate. I didn't mean to put you under that much pressure. Well, it's more I just don't even want to open up dialogue again. Know, He'll be like, who's this lunatic Because you can start an mischief. argument. He could get real pissed. Well, yeah, I could have another one. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'd love for some guy to kill you over that. <laughs> some guy some guy tip. who's interested in me who seems really nice messaged me asked me what's your podcast called again and I was like anyway um, so I'm yeah, just like no. not responding <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anybody listening to the podcast yeah. <laughs> actually I met some girls not, not, not romantically involved with ladies in uh, Chicago three sisters they were super fun but one of them has been messaging me and like oh I love the podcast you and Katie have great chemistry it's kind of like Shit, you and I your girlfriend Katie me and my girlfriend <laughs> yeah. Katie I got, a me- I got a message on Instagram being like, I know you and Katie are together now, but I hope we can still chat. <laughs> you were like, well, no. Were we really, we couldn't chat before anyway. <laughs> That's a hard situation to put yourself in as a woman too, to be like the back burner girl. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. Even if, even if something was going to happen between us, it can't because Boris once messaged me and told me that he would cut off my remaining testicle if I went anywhere near you. I know, and thank God I have Boris. <laughs> Did he really? Scaring you no. Away. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 I'll have no I'll have when no guys interested <laughs> Boris has got that covered <laughs> okay I mean that's fine with the I mean I always pay I just I prefer to pay I, I actually I don't even need the pretend to pay for like at least two dates but after three or four mm-hmm. it does start to weird me out a little bit just in the sense of like I actually don't mind paying but why do you expect me to keep paying that's what I always think in my head is like what what I, I almost kind of want them to, to tell me what is it that you think makes it that I should pay yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a curiosity more than anything. Plus, as well as yeah. the, as the lady, don't you love? You know, let's say if they buy their first two dates and then you go up and go to the bathroom. I love this, and I've already paid, and then they're like, they're so impressed. It's like my little move. Third date rule. Mm. Third date. Oh, rule? I've never. If I like them, yeah, third or fourth date, I'd. You'll I'd, try to pay. I'll pay on the sly. I won't even tell them. I'll go to the bathroom and pay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've had, I've had some dates that have kept going, but they're they're very adamant. Like second time, let me get the next one, and and that's fine. You know, like with that stuff, I feel like it's each to their own. But once it gets to sort of like. Four, five, six. Yeah. I'm like, what? Wh- like, wh- why? Why am I still paying for you? Mm-hmm. You got a good job, and yeah, you know. And I still will pay, but I do prefer the fake. Yeah. I prefer the pretend. You know, the mm-hmm. will I get this? No, no, I got it. It's just nice to be nice to each other as well. Like, it is nice to 
treat back and if you can obviously and if you mm-hmm. can't then just like doing something like making them dinner or something if you're really struggling with the cash but listen if you take it in the ass you never pay simple as that I know I just haven't worked up to that yet I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding I still expect you to pay where I work I get a lot of sugar daddy situations it's always where like, do you work remember public oh yeah sorry you said oh yeah, yeah I, don't know a lot I, of that. I don't know how I should say it but uh, there's yeah there's a lot you of haven't that even, and it, yeah, yeah, you haven't even really given away where you work by saying that's a very generic word. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I shouldn't. It was just but a whatever. Hint. Yeah, it was just a hint. You can figure it out if you live in New York. But, but yeah, but yeah, I I can see there'd be a lot of that. Oh yeah, well they have these big windows too that attracts a lot of um, people who are into other people watching them because they're big windows that open out and you can see into other apartments, so you get like some weird creeps. But it's uh, I feel like I don't know if you're gonna do the whole like pay for me, just be a sugar baby. Have your whole life paid for. It's gross. I've never like looked at that relationship and been like, You gotta be well, careful because oh. we, we, we've had a sugar baby on the podcast. Okay, yeah, I should dial that back. But that's okay. You're, you're allowed to have that judgment. I'm not. You're, you're, no, you're absolutely allowed to feel like that financial arrangement is gross. Well, because, I, no, I, I, and if it is who you're talking about, who I think, yeah, she's it a is. comic, right? Yes, it is. Wendy, I, f- I love Wendy. Yeah. And when I talk to her she's about it, she's gross to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but she's not. I know. Yeah. She's not. She's not the sugar baby that you're talking about. You're talking about the 22 year old who's really. Yeah. Well, it was more. I hated that they tried to involve me in it because I was like, they weren't trying to like get me to come with them or anything, but I was just like at the table and they kept trying to like. They were like, you know, it's so funny. The last time we were at this restaurant, um, I think we really embarrassed the other waitress because we were just all over each other. Like, we're so into each other right now. And, like, they kept trying to be, like, tell me in so many words that they were fucking. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't care. Just, like, give me your order. Yeah. So yeah. Do, you, like, do you think it was a seeking arrangement? So do you think it was, like, she actually really likes older guys? I think it was a seeking arrangement. Okay. Because uh, there were just certain things that they were doing at the table that read to me as, like, he was like, hey, this is what I'm into. And if I'm going to pay for your whole life, you have to like act like my girlfriend in public. Right. Because it was so like performed. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it disgusting. Feel natural. I think it's disgusting. Like older guys, you know, they use like their, their nice car and their, their fucking house in the Hamptons. You it's know? just like and real women out for podcasts. Oh, I just think it's so <laughs> sick. I'm Why can't you just get them on, on the merit of your your good looks, your incredible personality and your, well, your, your, your storming gigs at the comedy cellar. Is that not enough? Yeah. Rent out some shack <laughs> at a warehouse in Midtown. Yeah. Exactly. Record your pod there. All right. Well, let's, t- let's get serious. Okay. You're on our podcast because you have herpes. <laughs> which is actually wow. not true. You know which what? Is, which I didn't is, know I was going to get this treatment. Honestly, it was actually not true because I would have I, I would have glad... We need to do an episode regardless. Yeah. So I'd have gladly had you out as just like a guest on our podcast. We could have kept this conversation going or talked about whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, Katie tells me that you speak about it quite openly and you're quite comfortable talking about it. Yeah. And I think um, you make it sound less scary because I... Thank you. Yeah. I hope so. I still like... I don't, well, I started working on it in my comedy and usually because I don't, I didn't really have an agenda when it came to it. I just started when I got diagnosed with it, like that day I started writing punchlines about it. Cause it's, it's also very easy to write punchlines about when you're, when you're willing to be open about it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Cause I had testicular cancer and I immediately started jokes and I think it is easy yeah. to make comedy when it's an area down there because it's kind of taboo and that's a good place to be yeah. writing jokes. Yeah. But, uh, before you, before we get into the punchlines, uh, what was the scenario like what happened um truly (laughs) so this is back when i was drinking too um so i i it was either one of two guys oh you don't even know i don't even know who 
Um, and they might not even know that they had it. Yes. I just, <laughs> I, I had sex with two guys in one week, so it's really hard to tell who it was. It also could have been, it can get, like you can carry the virus for a while before symptoms start manifesting. My gut tells me that's not what happens. But uh, yeah, I, and I was really, so I was 19 when I got it. And I wasn't very good at the time about insisting about condoms. And not, now I, I'm much, much better about it. And also, when you tell a guy you have herpes... They insist. They insist. <laughs> 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 There's not a huge... Um, I think I just want a blowjob, actually. <laughs> although, actually, I did have sex with a guy who also had herpes. And then he tried to have sex without a condom and I was like we still have to use a condom you idiot this there's is other how you things. got herpes yeah, yeah. And there's other things yeah I was like I could have a baby like what do you yeah, yeah. I want a baby or gonorrhea or chlamydia, chlamydia yeah. or HIV yeah and then he was like you're not on birth control and I was like fuck you <laughs> anyway sorry so uh, yeah so then I um, you know I got inflamed down there and at first I thought it was something else I thought it was like either yeast infection or um just you know uh, an allergic reaction to like a soap so it was very obvious yeah but at first so the first time it just was like it got really inflamed and swollen but I didn't get that classic like blister yeah. and then the second time I just got like the textbook Outbreak. just one or a lot just one yeah. I only ever get just one I've never and I've only had two actual blisters and i've had this for five years now yeah the rest of the time it's i i know i'm like shedding in a quote-unquote and the term outbreak came from the 70s it was a pharmaceutical company's ad campaign that was trying to push valtrex and so they they used they pioneered using the term outbreak to make it sound way more violence and uh you know harsh than it actually is so is, there a div is there a difference between what they say is shedding and an oh. outbreak or actually that's what you get nowadays is just when you're aware that it's active um so that i i think they say you can be shedding and not have an outbreak so shedding just essentially means you're contagious and you're giving off the virus um i don't i'm not 100 percent positive on that no, i don't want to like, i only know because i did i did date a, a woman that had herpes mm -hmm. and she was very upfront from the get-go and all that and she filled me in on all the on all the deets and of mm -hmm. course like i'm sure many men that you have met in the past uh they get a little bit obsessed with it after being with you in that they get all the info yeah and sometimes not in a nice way right well i tried to do it in as nice a way as possible yeah um i didn't discuss it with her but yeah. I, I i personally went hard on google that's good you're educating yourself yeah. i had one guy it was a one-night stand uh this was in january i told him beforehand uh he said it was cool we used protection, and then like four days later, I got this huge long text from him about he was so worried that he was going to get it, and I was like, I don't know, dude, not my problem. Like, I don't know what to tell. If you're worried, go get tested. Yeah. You said you would do it, um, but I th he he was very emotionally immature, and he um he had just come from a breakup, so I don't think it was real. I think he was worried about the herpes, but I think what he really wanted was this sort of emotional coddling because he had just had casual sex with someone for the first time since his two year relationship, and I think he wanted. He was a musician, so I figured. But he he think, did he <laughs> think he had it because he was symptomatic, or did was he just paranoid? He was just paranoid, and, and just like blowing up. My, and it's like, dude, this makes me feel so dirty and ashamed now. Yes. Yeah. But if you use condoms, it's a very, very. Is this a very, very? I've been told the percentage is one to two percent if you use condoms. If you use a condom. Okay. And you have to be shedding, or sorry, whatever. You have to be yeah. contagious. And I take a pill nightly, um, which also s like significantly reduces your risk. It's and an it. antiviral Valtrex, right? Mm-hmm. 
It's a virus. It's the same virus that um, is linked to shingles as well and chickenpox and colds. Oh, it's the same virus. Um, I think it's something like that. The yeah. Valtrex is used for. I yeah. mean, it's definitely the same one as cold sores. I know because they I told know. me that if I, um, they told me that if I like misuse the pills, it could affect my ability to protect against shingles in the future. Wow. Oh. And that I might get more se- like severe reactions to shingles. Um, and what is uh, when you said your vagina was inflamed? What do you mean by that? It's <laughs> really red and swollen, <laughs> and like itchy. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. And you thought it was a yeast infection. I don't know what it was because it didn't look like herpes the first time. It just I thought, um, I thought it was BV honestly and bacterial vaginosis. All right. It's this is so this is You're I'm banging still so out like BV. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Me not. So, bacterial vaginosis. So th- supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is it's the pH system. When you have a yeast infection, it's basic. It's over seven, and when you have BV, it's it's acidic. Oh, it's, it's under acidic. Seven. Wow. So, yeast is more common. I thought I had BV, um, and the doctor thought I had BV too. And then the second time I went to the doctor, I actually got a blood test, and it was herpes. So he and went they to the herpes it. test. Yeah. And the blood test, how? Because I've gotten the blood test and it came back negative, but then mm-hmm. I've heard that that's not a hundred percent accurate. They sometimes get people get false negatives or false positives. Have you heard about that? I've not heard that. I would assume that just falls within the margin of error of any test. Okay. But I no, don't know. no. So, well, my understanding on that is that it. The test only works if you if you're uh, um, contagious. It it only registers it when you're contagious. Wait, is really? That that is my understanding. The blood test? Yeah, because doctors in general will not really suggest getting tested for herpes unless you're symptomatic. Yeah. So because basically the test doesn't work unless you're symptomatic. Oh. So if you're symptomatic, it's worth checking because it'll show if you have herpes or not. But now I I am open to correction on this, and everyone who's listening can Google. But uh, various like I've asked numerous doctors and they say there's no point in getting a herpes test unless you're symptomatic well, my I my know they don't auto- if you go for a general STD screening it's not included so a lot of people think they don't have it just because they get tested regularly but unless you specifically ask for the herpes test you're not getting it because yes. I specifically asked for it but she exactly. didn't she didn't it's not like I was having any did, did, did she say yeah sure or did she say there's no point no or? she said yeah. yeah and then when I went back she had said they'd already sent out the results but obviously I didn't understand it she was like oh no you're fine it came back negative so she said it came back negative for herpes simplex 2 which is the herpes that's the vaginal but it came mm-hmm. back she was like you have a small bit of the cold sore virus which she which said 99% of the population has, has. yeah most people have that. Yeah. But she said, yeah, you test for both. And for sure, if the virus, if the cold sore virus is coming up and I don't have a cold sore, then I'm sure the her- the vagina sores one would come up. Mm-hmm. If I, yeah, I don't, don't know. Have I mean, you'd imagine. It's, it's worth a Google. Jeez. People can get the official stats on that. But that's yeah. certainly what I've been told by a couple I of doctors. Just, and I have another friend. I what? just on the video grabbed my vagina. I forgot we were on the video because for a second it's I was like, right. oh, my vagina. Your... Well, I stuck my fingers quite in there, like quite, you know, anyway. Cause well, I especially, like a... well, now you've drawn attention to it too. So if nobody noticed earlier, oh, yeah, the definitely going to rewind. <laughs> I, have a, I have another friend that uh, is very paranoid about, she's like overly paranoid about herpes. Yeah. And she's told me that on numerous occasions she's gone for STI screenings. And it, like insisted on the herpes, and they've been like, "Listen, there's really, you know, if you don't have any symptoms, no point." And she's what like, is she no, really I, afraid I, of? I want it. I want it. And uh, then they give it. But she, so she, she was, she kind of verified w- what I had thought about that. Oh, but I yeah, guess yeah, that they're probably saying, "Why would you even bother if you haven't had um, a reaction?" But that's interesting about the inflamed because I, I do didn't me know. one favor before we continue. Yeah. 
put this on put this on yours i okay. meant to do that earlier and i forgot but the only difference is because i have the headphones on and okay. you don't so i can keep track of when i'm nose breathing into the mic whereas oh, you can't sorry. no it's fine <laughs> but like i should have i should have uh, done it earlier but it's it's my fault but that's just like the fact that I didn't even, I automatically thought herpes was you just get a bunch of blisters all over there and then no. you'd know. So that's like. Well, that's because that's, they want to scare you away from having sex in high school. So they show you the worst picture they possibly can. And then again, also it's included in the ad campaign because they want to sell drugs. Um, and I mean, it's different and I have had severe outbreaks. I'm not going to pretend like it's a, it's not painful and it's not very annoying and like disturbing to your like daily routine. But I've also had UTIs that were way more painful than an outbreak. Yeah. Like I've had UTIs that, I, I mean, I've like called the doctor in tears and been like, I need something now. Okay, and can I also, what about going down? Like for when you're, okay, you're saying to guys, we're gonna use protection, there's not a large, um, what about when you're saying about going down? Cause obviously you have to be very like, well, this is like the thing that I brought up earlier. It's like, look, it's like, then don't drive a car. Then don't fly. It's like, live your life a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, I'm not going to make a guy go down on me if I'm in an outbreak. I'm not really going to have sex with a guy if I'm in an outbreak. I talked to my doctor about it and I was like, do I need to like use dental dams? And then she was like, well, like, I can't like say no, but like, she was like pragmatically and realistically, I don't think you should worry about it that much. So. In a situation where you have general herpes, well, mm -hmm. which, which simplex is it? Two. Two. So you, you can give him two in the mouth. Because mm -hmm. you only transmit it into the area that's contacted, right? Mm -hmm. that and right? it goes the other way around, too, where you can get one yeah, on your genitals. In, on your genitals. But this is rare, apparently, right? This transmission? I think it's a little bit more rare. Like, I have just classic two. You yeah. Know, you, simple, you, clean. But the most, I think the most important message, because herpes is this like, a really dirty word, uh, is that it's not like even close to the issue that people think it is when you have it. No. And it's like, it, I was so ashamed when I got it and it was really a part of like, I mean, I, I was talking about drinking at the time and then I, I, I'm sober now, but it was, I think about five or six months after it, I got sober. Um, but it was like part of my bottom. Like it was, I was so upset by it when I got it. I felt really disgusting and ashamed. And it was mm. also attached to like a string of, did you feel like, stupid? Like that sense of like, how could I be so dumb? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just um, I was making a string of really bad sexual decisions where I was like, I don't even like these guys that I was sleeping with. And now I have the herpes all over me. Like it was the just herpes. Like that. <laughs> 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 um, and so it was like I, I was more upset about it, too, because I've heard of people who get it from relationships and stuff. And I think that's a different story. But mm -hmm. like I was upset because it, it just I like I had a lack of boundaries too, where I had trouble insisting on using a condom mm. and I would kind of like pretend that I didn't notice that he wasn't using a condom. Um, and like I, you know, I, I got, went on all these forums online for people that have herpes and it's like, you know, they want to kill themselves and like all these things. And it's like gossip gets out there. And if you're in a smaller, yeah, like, you shameful. know, I was in LA where it's like sex positive and like, you know, I went on stage within about a week of getting it and I started talking about it and people thought it was, you know, great. And, uh, and people like would still hit on me after shows and stuff like nobody really gave a shit. But um, I can imagine, you know, if you're in some small, you know, yeah, I think like there's Wichita a lot of shame. Or something that's easily one of those things where you'd be like, oh, his ex-girlfriend got herpes. Yeah. I think you know? There's a lot of shame around it for sure. Because um, I remember years ago I went to uh get an STI screening in Dublin 
and I, I said to the doctor, I'm just worried about herpes. You know, because in mm. my mind, you know, that's the one everyone goes, well, that never goes away. That's the yeah. stain. That's a stain for life. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, if you have herpes, it's not a big deal. And I was like, what? Well, <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's like it's, a skin thing. Yeah, um, it's like, it's literally like cold sores on, on your dick every now and then. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, there's a huge, nobody, when, when somebody has a cold sore, nobody goes, you filthy fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, you got a cold sore. You're, 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 you're so weak with viruses. Mm-hmm. And that's more, you can't really cover that up. That's on your face. At least you can wear underwear. So, yeah. But what the, my friend, she has, um, she has herpes and she said her boyfriend, uh, when they first got together was of course very nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he went to the doctor, the doctor said, look, you're probably less likely to get it off her than you are to, than a one night stand because mm-hmm. he's, she's being honest. She's medicating. She's letting you know mm-hmm. when you can't have sex. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really good advice. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, they're together years now. Well, it's like we talked about, like, uh, so this is, I, I'm i not positive on numbers. Everyone's going to give you different numbers, but they say, like, around one in five people have it. I think most people have slept with more than five people, not to, like, overgeneralize, but a lot of people have slept with more than five people. And, like, if you're just out there doing it and a lot of people, they don't get tested or they're not specific, specifically requesting herpes, a lot of people don't manifest the symptoms until much later. It's like, odds are you've definitely been in contact with yes. herpes virus. Mm-hmm. Or you have it in your ass and you don't realize. Yeah. Did you know that? No. You can get the blisters in your ass and then some people never know if you had anal. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, just so you know. But my will, vagina will is guys, really sore right you now. you keep this... Stop Stop manifesting all your anxiety <laughs> in your vagina. You guys got to keep chatting. Yeah. But I think you're right I'm what gonna, you said about I'm going go to the ba- I'm gonna I go to the bathroom. And I, I, I don't mean this to be a gender issue, but I don't have to go all the way back to the house to do that. Okay. Yeah, I really have to go and I have to wait until the oh, end of the Oh, you have to go? Can't, well, I'll wait. I can hold Do you want to take a break? Because we can go in the water. I, don't, I can wait. Well, how much longer? What? We're in a war zone. <laughs> how much We're, longer do you think? Uh, why well, you worried about giving time. everybody in the ocean herpes by peeing in the ocean? <laughs> yeah, we pee in the ocean. That's what we do here. Okay, this is not controversial. But, it, but it's good, just so it's you good know, to know that you pee in the ocean. That's fine. No, no, I'm t- just for the record because <laughs> I don't think fine. everyone knows that everybody pees in the ocean. Okay, and you know who else does? Every fucking fish, every fucking whale, okay. every dolphin pees in the ocean. This is the so pee you, ocean positive well, podcast. Yeah, but everybody pees positive. in the ocean. Look, I'm not saying I don't do it, but I just met you today. Yeah, but we're all, listen, we're, let's take a break and I go for a swim. I don't pee Let's in the take ocean. a break and go for a swim and have a fucking piss in the ocean. I don't want to okay. pee in the ocean. But do you have to pee? Well, because we've been talking about peeing so much, yeah. But why don't you want to go in the water and pee? I like sitting down on the loo. Is this why you invited us to the Hamptons? No, but I just don't this understand. This is his kink. I, I, I just don't understand how people that don't come to the beach be all the time. He'll be rubbing the water all over his face. No, people that don't come to the beach all the time don't realize that people piss in the ocean. Every single person in any of these houses does not go back to their house to piss. They go in the water and they pee. And this is acceptable behavior. And there's nothing. There's no, If you can't sit here and say that you can't be shamed about having herpes and then suggest that somehow you're not supposed to piss in the fucking ocean. Is this what the fucking, 1% talk about over their cocktails? You pee in how the ocean. How is there pee in the ocean? You piss you? in the ocean. I think we can Katie all go. I, I, I literally have conversations <laughs> with guys and women that I've just played volleyball with. We're talking to each other. We've all played volleyball for 45 minutes. We're in the water talking to each other. And we all know that we're fucking unloading piss because the ocean is full of piss and shit. And it's just natural. And that's what human beings do. Anyway. Okay, well, pee in Do you want to take a break in the ocean or do you want to continue doing the podcast for another 10 minutes and then just finish this episode? Let's just finish the episode. Let's just do that. Which is ridiculous because we're probably going to be 10 minutes in being like we still have to talk and we're going to encounter the same issue. And now I don't even know how long we've been talking because I can't see the goddamn screen. (laughs) 
Katie, is this how angry Boris used to get? <laughs> <laughs> no, he had the more the the eye. He never he never. Anyway, women are better at holding it. So why don't you guys just chat for another two minutes, and then I'll be back and I'll be able to focus on the last ten minutes. I of hate the conversation. UTIs, though. You're right. They're the worst. Yeah, They're so that's much why more I have painful. the pain in my vagina just thinking about it. And I think this is biologically why women are a little bit more um, attuned to commitment than men because sex comes with so many more consequences for us because we always get UTIs and men men get UTIs, but it's much more rare. I'll tell you, I can't even have a guy finger me without getting a UTI. Like when I'm dating someone, I have to be like, now I have to be nearly like, just fucking wash your hands before you come near me. Like it has to be nearly that. Because even the last the last guy I was dating, I got I was getting UTIs left, right, and center, and it was just yeah. I think from finger. Well, he's or, very or clean. Like it's not, but like, I think it's my vagina is just so sensitive. And it's like they'll move towards the butt, and it's like okay, if you're going to the yes. butt, this is the you end. gotta stop. This is the coda. Yes. Well, that's We're why finishing. you use your pinky in the butt and then keep it out of the way. Yeah. Oh, lovely. I like that. What what? I like a pinky in the butt. Yeah, it's great. What what? Pinky in, in the butt. In the butt. <laughs> what what? Oh, but yeah. you know there it's true about like people just not knowing about herpes because uh, let's say uh, briefly I taught someone and I was dating and had herpes and I said to my friend I was talking about it and I was like oh my I think they do and she took it she was drinking my drink and she put it back down and she goes oh no I've been drinking from your drink and I was like what are you talking about she goes what if you caught it I'm gonna get it because I was drinking from your drink and I was like do you, do you even know what the fuck herpes is I was like it needs yeah. to be rubbing my vagina well and I grew up in like a um a place that got good sex like relatively good sex education compared to like other parts of the country and like even like I was a little bit clueless and I do want to include this anecdote because this is we were talking about how you wish he had just been honest well I guess I can't go into this why have we talked about this no no, but you what? can say about how a, a person. Oh, that person needs she'd to be honest. Oh, the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, just yeah, we in can't general. talk about that. Oh, but disclosure is very important. Yeah, go ahead. Because well, we let, have me, cool let me preface it. it. Yeah. Let me preface it with a personal story of my own, then. Okay. okay. And that can get us into it, which is the woman that I dated that had herpes told me literally on our first date before we even knew if we would kiss. You just need to know that I have herpes, and it's no big deal. And I, you know, I do everything I'm supposed to do. And I'm very aware of when I'm, you know, when it's a problem and it's not, but just so you know, if we continue that I have that. And she said it's very important to disclose. And one of the biggest problems is people don't disclose. Yeah. And I have not been an angel about it. When I first got it, there was like one or two people that I didn't tell. And then other times I kind of just rely. It's easier for me to like have them see me do stand up about it, honestly, than have oh, right. an intimate conversation. And yeah, because it seems like I have to tell you something. It's really hard to say it in a chill way yeah. that doesn't because it's kind of like you're talking to a toddler where it's like, you know how with children, you, you, if you're telling them some alarming news, you have to be careful with how you tell a child because they're picking up on how you're emoting yeah. it. And so they're learning how to feel about it from the way that you feel about it. And it's the same with men where it's like or whoever it is you're sleeping with, they're going to pick up. If I'm like, we need to have a serious discussion, they're going to think it's way more serious. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so I struggle with how to do know. that. But. So my anecdote was that I did that with this guy where we were out having dinner. We hadn't had sex yet. And um, I brought it up. I told him what it was. I was like, let me know if you have any questions. Um, basically kind of like the same dialogue that you had with your girl. And he said, uh, no, not like he he seemed fine with it. And then we were dating for three months and we never had sex. And it never came up. And I was really bad at communicating it and then I ended up breaking up with him for other reasons just in that I didn't have feelings for him anymore and I yeah. didn't feel like it was going anywhere and uh he asked me to get coffee like four months after the breakup and he told me that 
the re- that the reason we had never had sex was, be- that w- was because he was afraid of the herpes and he didn't know how to bring it up. He and was he afraid didn't want of the herpes. Why do you always give it the? It makes it sound more serious. <laughs> <laughs> is that my problem? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think it. when you you gotta call it you gotta stop chiller. You gotta you gotta stop disclosing it by saying I have the herp. Yeah, say I've got I've got I've got these cute little herps on my badge. It's like the herp. Herps is fun. I very rarely have herpes. Call it herpes. But I, uh, from my research, my own, and actually that woman said to me that she has friends that have herpes and that the majority of them don't disclose because they figure most likely they're not going to give it and they just can't deal with the embarrassment. So they just don't and hope. But mm-hmm. it's, it's actually against the law in New York State. But how would you prove it? Is, Is it against the law? In New York State. And you know, technically in would Ireland, you just admit it would be to a crime? Grievous. No, no. <laughs> no, she would, she would have to infect them and be yeah. careless. And now, I'm there not would have to be a huge, but I it is in the state. I don't think stage. I've infected anyone. I, maybe they've just been kind and not told me that they got it after they slept with me. But like, oh, there have been so many fucking hoes, they didn't know which one gave it to them. That's true, too, actually. A lot of these And guys I think are a lot of people, if they sluts. like you, they're, gonna, they're not going to... Like, I know a lot of guys who've been dating girls who have had herpes and they said it wasn't an issue because yeah. they were... You just have to be open and honest. Like, where where my situation where I thought I was dating someone and I found out later on... Mm-hmm that they might have it that was an awful fright you know, well, have to be honest so the reason I bring up this anecdote is because I do agree that you have to be open and honest but I think I, I just want people to be sensitive with how hard it's so that hard. is because it's, it's easy to be flippant and be like well just be honest yeah, like you'll you're understand right. no you're right but it's like for me it's like okay Ugh. worst case scenario you can date someone for three months and they will lie about the reasons why they don't want to have sex with you and it'll be this weird thing that infiltrates your relationship so now every time I'm telling a guy that I like I'm like well worst case scenario is he could just lie to me and yeah. like you know no. no it is really hard I can't even imagine because it's yeah. like when you think about it like um, I don't tell you know a guy in the first date that I have a fucked up thing on my toe from playing get Gaelic football I know that they can't get it but I mean yeah. like it's like you're it's it's so personal but you have yeah it's and it's yeah and there just needs to be more there's no like it's hard to have that dialogue before you have sex. There needs to be yeah. information about it because people just freak out. They don't know. Like when you say yeah. it's a, a 2% chance when you're using condoms, but it's a, more of a chance to have a baby then, right? Yeah. It's like if I stopped you before we had sex and was like, hey, just so you know, there's like a 1% chance we could have a kid from this. So. <laughs> but you should be using condoms anyway. I mean, the biggest mm-hmm. problem is that people just don't use condoms enough. <gasps> and there's so just too much casual, particularly when it when it's casual, you know? I mean, in reality, the only time you should not be using a condom is in a committed relationship where you've both been able to go get tested. Mm-hmm. And then you can say, okay, well, I'm on birth control. Our only concern now is pregnancy, unless one of us fucks around. So then it's not a big yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. But v- very rarely do people do that, you know? Yeah. And, and, and even more important, or perhaps just as important, people still have a ton of shame about going for a goddamn STI screening. Because you're scared of what you're going to find out. I didn't get tested until They're I moved over here. They're yeah. People are actually embarrassed. They think like, oh, God, this is such a dirty thing. No, you gotta do it. You're giving your doctor money, like literally, just go and get a screening. And And the doctors don't give a fuck. It's if you have health insurance as well. I think the first one's free because it's preventative. And if you're worried about the question when they say, "Oh, are you concerned about uh, how many sexual partners we had?" Just just say, "I'm in a new relationship, and." Uh, she's on birth control and we both just want to make sure that uh, we don't have any STIs. Yeah, it's none of their business as well. I don't think they've ever but asked me. But that's just a good one. Oh, they always yeah. ask. Do they, they, they never they, ask me? They've never asked you how many sexual partners? Mm-hmm. Not over here. Really? Well, it's only... Um, they, 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 I had an STI screening recently, actually. She asked me. Oh, I gotta go they just again. Ha- they I went just in January, which means I'm due, right? Well, it depends. You're only due if you've been busy. Three, four people. She. Oh, good for you. It's fucking herpes good spreading, fucking scumbag. You can still fucking herpes everywhere. 
<laughs> they call it Chloe Simplex One. And can I ask you then if, like, you're a so you date women as well? So how does that work for a woman? So a guy can use a condom. Well, is well the more lowest transmit the lowest amount of STIs in the lesbian community. Very hard and to I'd transmit. I say, a wo- right? is a woman probably more understand? Do you find the uh-huh. women more understanding or? I haven't gotten to that point with a woman. So oh, okay. I've really just been experimenting. I you'd have to be really that far. You'd have to be scissoring. Yeah, which I don't even know if that's what they do. I don't yeah, I no, don't I know, know but like, yeah, but I'm just saying it's uh, on a serious note. Lesbians have the lowest rate of STIs. Wow. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, it's because it's very difficult to transmit. Hmm. It's you know because they probably all both have bushes too. Women. I have a bush. Women are mo- <laughs> women are more susceptible to the transmission of sexual transmitted infections because it's it's going into them, right? Didn't you get that? The receiver is always you know the yeah the penetrated. my guy know said the. The pokey pokers are fine, and the pokies die. I was like, wow. you know, but yeah, it's 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 it, it's it's poke pokers still have problems, but pokies definitely are higher risk. Yeah. Uh, and so obviously, you're it's very difficult to be the uh, the pokey mm-hmm. in a lesbian relationship. True. Mm-hmm. You know. And so that's why. Uh, do they talk about your future health? So let's say I don't know, like, have you ever thought in the future? Oh, about I get a C-section. I will oh, never have to give vaginal birth. That's exactly oh, that's which is like a great perk. Yeah. I was just I was just about to ask vagina. that. So that's <laughs> you just so you have to get a C section if you've decided to have kids. Yes. And but so the kids Which I mean the, the kids virus. are gonna get a lot worse things for my genetics than herpes, yeah. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would only get the virus if you had an actual birth. Um there's just a slight well, it would have to she'd have to you'd have to be symptomatic. I'd have to be symptomatic, but they just don't want to take because of the shedding thing, they don't want to take that risk. Wow, so that's because like, it's a child. That's grand. I was like, this is it just keeps giving and giving <laughs> and giving and giving. But honestly, a child is worse than herpes. Oh god, hundred percent worse. Jesus. It's gonna have all my um, That's an infection that doesn't go away also. It keeps clinging on to time. <laughs> yeah, you, you give it a still, tablet, it won't go away. Yeah, it's just there. <laughs> it's there. Cream on it, it's still there. It's there, you know, statistically it's there for your entire life. It's yeah. very rare that Talk you about can, an outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. And then even when you if you can get rid of that infection before you die that's worse because that's actually the saddest thing that you can possibly experience as a human being oh. so in every way a child is really the the most difficult uh, infection that you can get from sex yeah. oh jesus there was something else i was gonna ask you about herpes it slipped out of my mind there when we were talking about children oh yeah what were you saying before i was like this would be a great question it's gone oh damn it that's always the most annoying thing isn't it i'll think of it it'll a week come later. back to you what were you talking about? Okay, so now it's gone. But one blister's not that bad. It's not no. that bad. That's no. a very important message, mm. right? No, I'm not speaking from experience. I think the Irish people will have saw blue waffles, so they probably think that's what that's herpes crazy. is. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I. So I will. That's what I. My first impression. It's not great. It's not great. It's like like imagine how annoying it is to have a blister on your foot as you're walking around the city. Mm. It sucks. It's not comfortable, but you're not like gonna kill yourself over it you know and that's like the attitude that people have it's like yeah it hurts but i'll like and maybe i'll have to like kind of uh be like you know what i gotta cancel my plans this evening call my doctor make sure i get my meds or whatever but like for a while i actually wasn't even taking the pill because i so rarely had outbreaks that were really disturbing that it didn't bother me but then i went through a really stressful stressful period over the the winter stress tends to trigger it Mm. And so then, then I had a bad outbreak and I was like, let me just, the pills are literally $5 a month. It's so cheap. And it's just like peace of mind. That's really cheap. It's so cheap. What's your question before you forget? Well, I, I was, it wasn't even a question. It was just that I, I think I had said it before in the podcast that I thought it herpes once. Um, so I did a lot of research into that time. It was actually a, a, a what was it, allergic reaction to a new shower cream. Mm-hmm. But 
um, when I was doing a lot of research about it, they I read about a girl who said it basically was just her life. She felt like her life was turned upside down and dating was so hard. And then she ended up dating a doctor. And when she told him, he was like, Ash, that's not a big deal at all. It's grand. Yeah. And just because he knew the information already. Yeah. And it just... I mean, they say it filters out the people who should have been filtered out anyways. Um, it still doesn't... Like, rejection hurts no matter, like, who it's mm. coming from. So I'm not going to, like, minimize that. Because it's yeah. like... Because the guy that didn't fuck me for three months... I've also talked to other girls where he... Like, in all likelihood, he's got some own issues with his sexuality. Yeah, yeah that's seriously. What I was How are you going to hold out for three months? I don't care what you got. Yeah, I yeah. was I was. You got HIV? That he, fuck that. I, I don't think, give a fuck. I think three was, months? I'm getting in there. I yeah. think he was coming back to you being like, oh, I didn't want to have sex with you because the herpes more just because he was going through something yeah. himself. I didn't like have sex in you because you didn't have a cock. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Which it wouldn't be a problem. His was actually beautiful. <laughs> oh. He's one. R.I.P. <laughs> I don't find him Rest attractive. I know who she's talking about. I don't uh, find him attractive. Yeah, but you didn't see his penis. penis. It's the most she's talking about I've his penis. penis. Yeah. Um, it is. It is also important to mention that the the, the frequency of the outbreaks does get greater, right? Like like in general, other than times of stress, you can actually go for large portions of your life without having an issue with it, right? Mm-hmm. And I get a weird thing, too. I don't think this is a general thing. I don't know why this happens. I think it's just because it's in your nervous system. I get, like, one nerve that gets, that gets like, swollen right here. So I could feel that there's, like, a bump anytime I'm, like, nearing an outbreak. So it's like I have this little, like... Trigger. A little thing that little tells you, thing. hey, I'm coming. Yeah. Wow. So, so I have my little button. Herpes knocking on the door. Yeah. Being like, I hey, it's, it's me. You know? Yeah. I wonder as well, will they find a... Some you know the way they're doing the HPV vaccination. Will they do a, like a herpes one? Did that, and your doctors um, ever say that to you? Or? I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't heard about research being put into it. I don't know if there's a lot of money behind it because there's no from the need. medical community standpoint, it's not important. It's not important. Yeah, you have your medication. HPV is important because it it's Gives the cancer. cause of cancer. Yeah. yeah. But if they wanted to make a shit ton of money off of like paranoid can, people, yeah, they can create more fear around herpes and then create a vaccine so then everyone panics and buys it. Well, but apparently there's been an uptick in herpes infections. Yeah, because of fucking... Well, they say it's because of hookup apps and casual sex and lack of uh, lack of protected sex because absent of an AIDS epidemic, people are just not freaking out about using condoms. I also thought millennials were the generation that was having the least amount of sex. I don't know where we're at on this. I don't think so. Well... What am I? A millennial? You're a millennial. Mm-hmm. I don't think millennials are having the least amount of sex. I think they're having the most sex, right? Uh, I, well, statistically, they're having less, but I, I, really? I, I don't care about I th- all these things. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know that infections are up because of uh, you know uh, careless behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, like pain and then, in like the Katie ocean. Was saying pubic hair actually prote- helps protect against STIs. Yes, which we haven't. We didn't really do as much research after that. We just kind of banged that out. I thought that was a great fact. It is a great fact. I wish I could see what oh. this thing is doing. Because I have to, I literally have to pee. Like, I'm going to wet myself. You know? I have to pee. Well, like, I think we kind of got it's that pretty good all, coverage, you know? Yeah, you were very, like, open and honest, it. and that was great. And kind of just mm-hmm. guys and girls and ever everybody use condoms. But if you do get it, it's not the fucking end of the world. You're the, no. Statistically, if you say one in five, if there was, you know, then that's a, that's a lot. And it is. There's a lot of people who have it. We're walking around there. So Yeah. And like What's my mom, a perfect my mom penis said, to you? 
<laughs> just out of curiosity because you banged that out. This yeah, guy had, what is a perfect This guy penis. had a perfect penis that wouldn't, that wouldn't I penetrate you. I had a feeling you. that I you would, thought, that no, would get in your head no, and be like, whoa, whoa, what's that? What, uh, no perfect penis uh, that wasn't penetrated. I know. It was just big and beautiful. It looks like it was carved out of marble. Oh. Nice. Did it have no foreskin? No foreskin. Okay. Which doesn't, I'm not opposed to foreskin at all. I think guys who have foreskin because they're more sensitive and also they, are, they, they have to worry about cleaning it a little bit more because they just have to get under the, the skin there mm-hmm. every shower and do that. I think they're, they're a little bit more sensitive to like and sexual health because I think, think with so? most, I, from what I can tell, the guys that I've talked to who haven't been circumcised, they've had... UTIs at some point generally just because it's like thrush, a male curve. thrush yeah and they're not I, I feel like most dudes just kind of go in they like you know you know casually wash their dick but it's not like a whole thing no I'm not circumcised by the way you have to uh you gotta okay. wash it otherwise it smells like shit yeah exactly and it's like it's the same thing I cheese, learned you know you don't it doesn't taste schmegma. nice it doesn't taste nice when they don't wash proper no, Probably. and I learned and sometimes they have something going on so it tastes bad because they got something going on same way uh, same as a vagina mm-hmm Anyways. But you, you, you want your penis the way the Lord intended you? I'm anti-circumcision, generally. I don't judge people if it, but... But sorry, I cut you off. I was kind of half-joking. You were about to say something about your mom? You said your mom said... Oh, my mom said that the most... The people who look like they don't have herpes are the ones that are most likely to have herpes. That's... Or wait. That's why they have herpes. It was something like that. It was very, like, my mom. Yeah, but the truth it. is that anybody could have herpes. And even if they yeah. did, it doesn't matter. But it's just very important to know that it's out there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to have it, you have to protect yourself. And if you do have it, you should disclose. But we appreciate that you're experiencing a lot of shame that we can't identify with. So I'm not judging you. Yeah. But yeah, because even though you are you are like feeling shame or whatever, you have to realize that if worst came to worst and that person did catch it, then you're going to feel even worse oh, having yeah, a yeah, hand. Oh, for have sure. a bit yeah, of guilt. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have a bit of guilt. Yeah. Because then you're just as kind of bad, you know, because someone did that to you without disclosing that they might not have known. That's the thing as well. Some people don't know. But also not getting tested and then just not knowing and still having sex. That's not that's safe so either. That's wow. so That's yeah, so I'd rather not know. But that that's like... That's so irresponsible. That's irresponsible in many areas of life. Not just... Yeah, uh, STIs. Like one guy was like, the, the guy that got that freaked out after the fact, after I'd already told him, was like, "Do I need to get tested now?" And I was like, "I don't know, man. You just should be in general." Yeah. yeah. It's like, what do you mean now? Yeah. Yeah. And how many times did you get tested? I get tested once a year. That's fine. I, right? I hear I'm not having a lot of sex though. So uh, I usually just have partners. partners. I'm definitely do. Yeah. Get a test. Yeah. After each partner, yeah. So. I got like I randomly ended up getting two tests in January because I had a gyno visit and a general visit. Is it expensive to get two tests? Because I feel like I had another one. I just had no. one. But I'm like, I want to get another Relax. one. Relax. You don't have to over-test, Katie. I know. I get scared. Give it a few months. Get a bit of cock action in so you get value <laughs> for money. Yeah. Yeah, wait, Katie. Wait till you get a bit of value for money, you know? Back on the apps. All right. Well, by the way, can I just say this about my friend, even though I shouldn't be sharing her life? But she discovered that there was like a ton of women that were infected by the same guy. He didn't tell anybody. Bastard. Yeah. Scumbag. Well, he could. There you go. He could go to jail. She could have a um, because in the actual law in Ireland, it would be just a, it would be suing because it's grievous, grievous bodily harm. But 
I can't say that word but in New York it is a an actual like you like it's a you would go to it, it in HIV you would go to jail if you is proved that you infected really so, so it, and it's to stop people like that it's not like yeah. someone it, but it's someone who's going around serial infectors mm-hmm. and just to make people more responsible but yeah, yeah. It's, damn the fucking pokers not the pokies but you know me man I love a fucking poke bowl I'm down in that do shit do they have poke bowls in Ireland yeah <laughs> I just saw one for the first time. I didn't know what it was. Love a poke, man. Love rice I and egg, right? Eat that shit all the time. I'm hungry now. I'm not really. Oh, really? Well, I, I could do with some of that skinny pop that Chloe got. Oh, yeah, you want that? I was using it as a metaphor for vagina, but that's fine that it made you hungry. Poke? Oh, I was just thinking about poke bowls. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. Yeah. I was joking because she said the pokers and the pokies. Yeah. But you just I know, don't make me hungry. I, I like eating the poke, you know? Oh, I didn't get that. That's all right. It wasn't clear. It's clear now. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be funny and informative, Katie. You're very funny I'm and doing informative. doing my best. You're keeping you know? it light. Well, just at the end, I have to pee so bad. You guys are going to go back, but I'm going to fucking go in the ocean for a swim. I'm going to sit on your loo. This is crazy. I like sitting. It's insane that you would go all the way back just to come back. We were going to get in the water. I think I have a UTI. My vagina hurts right now, so I need to go back. <laughs> I need to go back and look at it. Everybody's vagina hurts when they fucking talk about herpes for an hour. <laughs> my cock, my cock, is my, your, is your, my cock is your herpes nerve moving? My cock, my cock was burning from the minute we said no, we were going to do this episode. It's down. I can't wait for this episode to be over so my fucking cock can stop fucking being on fire. Oh, Jesus. It's all in your head. Mind over matter, Katie. I know. All right. Well, thank you. Close your burning vaginas. I will Chloe, shut my uncircumcised burning. Chloe, plug yeah. yourself. Look up for oh, me. Yeah, oh, plug yeah. Plug yourself. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> On camera? Um, uh, What's your Instagram? My Instagram is at Chloe McGovern. Um, it, McGovern is spelled M-C-G-O-V-R-R-N because regular McGovern was taken. Okay. Um, I Follow me on Twitter as well, Chloe McGovern. Um, that's it, right? That's it, yeah. That's the main thing you want to build up. Yeah, I got to build my social media following, and that's about it. Yeah. Great. Well, I'll wrap it up in, in another time. Like, Oh, you can wrap it up. You know what? We'll do it together in the house, though. We'll leave it now because I have to pee so bad. Okay, bye. Right. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Chloe, for your very candid personal stories about uh, your experiences with STIs. Uh, for everybody out there, I highly recommend that you get a screening uh, don't delay. Give in to the sense of that you'd rather not know. And this isn't just because you think you have herpes. Just get a screening. If you're a sexually active person, you should get a screening. You know? Why not? Uh, you get a fantastic peace of mind afterwards. Um, oh, God. I wish I could remember the name. I had a... I had a well, there's Dr. Derek Friedman who's in Ranala. I've been to him before, but there's also another great... Oh, God. Why is her name gone out of my head? I had her as a contributor on um, Des Bishops Ireland a few years ago and her name has gone out of my head even the fantastic doctor but anyway uh, there's screening centers all over Ireland um, obviously if you're um, listening anywhere else in the world just google uh, get a screening it's not a big deal uh, nobody will shame you about it um, other than that at Katie Boyle comic as always make sure to add Katie feedback to Katie I'm at Des Bishop on Instagram I'll be back for the uh, Vodafone Comedy Festival. So if you haven't got tickets for that yet, please do get tickets. Also, if you happen to be in New York this Tuesday, 
this Tuesday at 8.30 in the Fat Black Pussycat at the Comedy Cellar. I'm doing a work in progress show because I'm trying to write a show about my mom and about grief and about anxiety and just about real life. Uh, I haven't came up with a name yet, but anyway, that's a work in progress show at the Fat Black Pussycat, 8.30 on Tuesday. Tickets are only 10 bucks with a two-drink minimum. Work in progress, totally loose. Um, and if you're in Washington, D.C., I'm in Washington, D.C. next Thursday, Thursday the 18th. So uh, Tuesday the 16th in the Fat Black Pussycat, uh, Thursday the 18th, I'm in Washington, D.C., and then I'm back for the Vodafone Comedy Festival. Uh, sort of uh, nearly the last week of actually the last week of July uh, I'll be back in Ireland so other than that uh, you know give us five stars on iTunes if you haven't already um, it's up on Spotify guys you know I got a lot of Spotify hassle and I'm looking at those numbers and not a lot of you listen on Spotify so for all the hassle I don't know if it actually is exciting as it is CastBox though a lot of people listen on CastBox it's kind of a sneaky one that came out of nowhere anyway Thanks to everybody, wherever you listen. And um, Katie actually did some polls on her Instagram about herpes and about STIs. So don't be afraid to engage with Katie over there or engage with me on Instagram or Twitter at Des Bishop. Facebook is uh, facebook.com forward slash Des Bishop. And uh, yes, that's it. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.